passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors is everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED lights, and more, whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Poison Rana. First time in a long time, but back like I never left. Taking these things as it comes, you know me, I don't read ahead. Watch me burn down everything, BDE on the TV set. When I'm in control on the road, you can never really know what's up next. Hello. Hello, hello, hello. Braden Harrington here with Davey Portman for Up Next. You found us on postwrestling.com or any podcast app you are listening to. And of course, we are live. Live. YouTube.com slash postwrestling. Hello, Postmarks. Hello, uh, NXTites. Is that what Hollywood Hulk Hogan would say? And NXT, of course, no, don't try to get that over, brother. <laughs> yeah, and of we're course, talking hello. about friends. 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 Hello. Yes, it is a Halloween hangover edition of Up Next, as it is Wednesday, November first, two p.m., and uh, we're live on the Post Wrestling YouTube. We did not go live last night for Halloween Havoc Night Two, but we are. Here today to talk all about it. Oh, yes, we will go into some Halloween havoc. But uh, we got into some uh, Halloween havoc of our own last night, Mr. Portman. How are you? Do- how are you feeling today? You know what? I- I'm feeling pretty good, actually. I'm not uh, I'm not hungover. Uh, my skin is incredibly dry, though, from just, <laughs> I think, the copious amount of drinking of face paint and fake blood and and yeah. beards and and wigs <laughs> and and cold air and all that uh so apart from my skin being like terrible right now uh i'm feeling pretty alive feeling good woke up watched some nxt had a fun time watching halloween havoc night two um and yeah I- i'm not too shabby uh how are you yeah, uh, I could be I could be a lot worse considering uh, the damage we we did last night. Uh, so I actually feel okay. I woke up. Uh, there's actually like I'm at my girlfriend's place uh, after a wild night of Halloweening. Um, of course, I wake up today to watch NXT, and as I'm watching, there's now a construction site right outside. This morning, I'm like, oh fuck! Like, first of all, 
the day after Halloween, you're going to start using a jackhammer all day at eight in the morning. Like I woke up at eight and I'm like, is that a jackhammer? Uh, he stopped until 11 and then he, he's on and off right now. So I'm apologies if you do hear him. I don't hear him right now. So that's okay. I, but, I think, uh, look, it's 2023. A lot of people have moved away from traditional nine to five jobs, uh, ourselves included, you know? Yeah. Um, I think starting fucking roadworks and construction at seven in the morning is disgusting. Like, be sorry, if, if you can get a noise complaint at 11 PM on a Friday night, you should be having noise complaints at 7 AM in the morning. Uh, we had this at our old place when we were in the basement and like the drilling would literally shake our place and yeah. you'd get home from work at like 6 AM, 6 30. And then drilling starts at seven. I think, you know, starting at, 10 even 11 is a little bit more respectable yeah uh, whatever kind of work schedule you're working you're on but just thinking of all the people like think of all the people who went out on halloween and they're hanging they're, they're hung over and they're like what is this this constant thing i can hear them doing it again now so uh, shout out shout out to our construction workers all around the world we, we do love you and appreciate you and our jackhammers but nah, uh time and, time and a place <laughs> they're just really loud and annoying so yeah fuck yeah um, but yeah, we, uh, we didn't do the show last night, even though it was a Tuesday night because that's, it's Halloween. It's my favorite night of the year. I think I could speak for you thinking it's probably yours too. I think it's everybody's favorite. It, it, it's way better than new year's. Everyone's dressed oh, up, yeah. getting spooky, getting, you know, litty and having a fun time. And that's what, uh, definitely I'm all about. So, uh, we, we tend to go all out for our Halloween as we we tend to do, and I think we we did just that. I think we uh, nailed our Halloween costumes uh, out of the park for anyone. Nailed who in your head, more like right? Yeah. <laughs> Follow uh, our socials if you haven't already at Poison Pod on uh, Twitter, Instagram at the Brady at Davy Portman for all that stuff. Because uh, yeah, we did some some Halloween costumes last night. Uh, you did. We did too. I mean, you on Saturday, you worked at the bar. You were a. a Old like ghoul. dead Victorian bartender. Yeah, and you had a lot of fake blood anything. that came into hand uh, yeah. for me because then on uh, then I was a space cowboy on Saturday again. Uh, mm-hmm. I recycled that costume, which I just love dressing up that way. But then last night we were dressed up as some pro wrestlers. I myself, I was John Moxley, and then you, Davey, were the architect. The what? What does he call himself now? The um, the visionary, the revolutionary, visionary. <laughs> Seth freaking Rollins, Seth and then, freaking Rollins. Then we had our boy Trav dressed up as Roman Reigns, the tribal Reigns. chief, and so we had a bit of a, a Shield reunion costume oh, yeah. where it's all members of the Shield, but in their current uh, Pokemon evolution form. Yeah, yeah exactly. So and we if had you're a lot of fun watching the stream. You you can see our little picture on the, yeah. on the right there. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, huh? What do I, how do I how do I become John Moxley? I don't know. Just put a lot of blood on my head. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Cool. I got uh I got the vest. I got camo pants. I even was wearing Tim's all night. I had the the title. You you had the fur coat. You had the t- you had wrestling tights on. You actually got like pretty much real wrestling tights. It, at yeah. least it looked like it was that. Some you knee the, pads. The shades. Uh, you had I, knee pads. I yeah, used, I used like leg warmers, like you know, like eighties dancers. Uh, I used that for like the kind of kick pads for the boots. Uh, some some fancy shaves, shades. Grew out my beard. Uh, kind of dyed my beard for the night. 
yeah, um, yeah I, I think it worked. I think we nailed it. I still have blood uh, on my head. Like I took a shower last night before passing out, a, a lit shower, shower beers to the next level. But I tried to get all the the blood off it's, my face. It's and tough. It's still, it stains. It's like, still I've there. Still got, like in my fingernails kind of. And like it's. What yeah, am I going to do? Not I have work. Working. Like, I got shoot job tomorrow. I'm going to walk in with a bloody face. I'm going to be like, what are you, nah. what are you even up to uh, today? But yeah. Uh, so we had, the, we had our, our Halloween costumes. Some of our friends also dressed up as wrestlers. Shout out to uh, our pal Shane. Who, oh yeah, he was like, "Oh, I want to come over. I don't know if I want to come over. Uh, you guys are doing costumes. I just don't know." And I'm like, "Dude, just get a neck brace." <laughs> and he's like, "I'll do you one better." And he shows up with a giraffe as well, with the glasses, <laughs> the wheelchair, the neck brace. Oh my god! So he was Roderick Strong. Check out uh, again on our socials there. Fantastic. We had our boy Graham, oh yeah, Christian Cage with the turtleneck. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he even shaped his beard and facial hair to look like him. Uh, he even got like the tan jacket. You were telling a, everybody all night that their dads were dead. <laughs> uh, he had a Luchasaurus with him. Yes, he had a wrestle buddy Luchasaurus uh, as well. We got to shout out Big Tom, who showed up as Triple H. We all had these wrestling ideas, and he was like, "I'm going to dress up as Batman." And we're like, yeah. "Well, but we're all going to be wrestlers. Why don't you, don't you dress up like a wrestler?" So he showed up as Triple H with. Uh, with a blonde we, wig, that the Kangol leather hat, the hat, uh, the DX jersey with the the proper like the old like round world title like WWF title. Oh yeah, which is one of my favorites. Uh, what I found funny though was um, uh, our friend Trav kind of nailed it. He looked like he looked like his costume was he dressed as Al Snow dressing up. As Triple H, <laughs> he weirdly just looked. It's something about his eyes and everything. He looked just like Al Snow cosplaying as Triple H. Very. I odd. loved. I loved his Triple H because he also they shaved the 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 facial hair too, and that's, oh, that's yeah. something. Like here, we're complaining. You're complaining that you had to grow a beard. This guy now has. Hopefully, he could just shave the rest off if he wanted to. I know he's a metalhead. Shout out Lemmy, but uh, I, I yeah. feel he can grow a beard pretty quick. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he'll be he'll be fine. But shout out Big Tom from our boys Pure Fandom because he brought out the 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 hardware, the gear for our uh our costumes because well I had the I have the AEW replica from from Tom I bought from a few years ago. He lent you what? A world a big gold title that you then put the sticker to make so, it look like Seth's title? I was I was kind of mad. I I ordered a um the new world championship that seth wears uh to uh to wear for halloween and hopefully kind of try and raffle off at our survivor series watch event that we'll get into a bit more in a little bit um and it was meant to arrive on between the 25th and 30th of october and then it said it was delayed and then it said it would come in yesterday in time and then i like check on amazon and it's been cancelled because apparently uh customs needed to be paid and it wasn't paid for so they like refused it at at whatever that is wow so they didn't send it but i'm like i'm ordering from amazon normally any kind of shipping or customs is just included when you pay for it or at least you know contact you to be like hey you need to pay 40 bucks for customs <laughs> don't just assume i'm checking and i don't know so it's pretty mad uh but then it does kind of look like the big gold belt that we knew Tom had. Yeah. Uh, so I asked to borrow that. And then Tom went one step further by kind of printing off the 
the logo that is on uh, Seth's championship. Uh, he made it look kind of, like the actual title. I got to give him. Uh, like clear paper to like stick on the title, and it looked pretty good. Yeah, he made happy it look just like that that title. And then he let uh, our friend Trav, who was dressed as Roman, he's got the same titles as Roman's got. So we all were walking around with championship gold. All, all the night. titles. Yeah, uh, we walked we around. We bumped into uh, the Road Warriors, didn't we? Yeah, yeah. Uh, over on uh, in Church Street in Toronto, they kind of close off this this big chunk of the street and it becomes this giant like street party of everyone walking around and we ran into LOD so they were uh super into our costumes some people like a lot of people recognized us again so that's that's the like the epitome of we did a good job like people were yelling over at you Seth and someone was like oh shit it's Mox and like everyone like like people did understand what we were which was yeah which was pretty good I did not walk around with those stakes in my head uh all no. those skewers in my head that was just something my girlfriend helped me uh create for a a photo op but i i just then covered my head in blood for the rest of the walk i i did hear there was some guys we walked past who went, oh where's the undertaker where's hulk Hogan? Yeah. it's like guys we've moved past that now <laughs> yeah. we're in a, we're in a see... different decade a different century even like we're we're beyond the undertaker and hulk hogan costumes in Although 2023 I... I told you the other day, but I didn't say this on a show is uh, Saturday, Friday night. I think I went out briefly and I uh, saw a misfits cover band, which was pretty awesome. But uh, these, there's a three, three dudes dressed as Hulk Hogan, Macho Man and Elizabeth. And I was mm. like, Oh, that's pretty, that's pretty good. So like, as they're kind of walking by me, I go, Oh, like to Macho Man, he's as he, he notices, I notice his costume and I go, Oh, like snap into a slim Jim brother. And he goes, Oh, what was that? Sorry. I was like, snap into a Slim Jim. He's like, oh, what does that mean? I was like, but you're, but you're dressed as Macho Man. <laughs> okay. So now I'm like, you know, the, the Hogan one, I saw like maybe four of them uh, scattered through the weekend. That's still like the generic wrestling kind of costume. But I think I think our group definitely stepped it up a bit as we had uh, quite quite the eclectic group. Different, different. I enjoy some of these hybrid costumes as well. Like our, our friend Steve, uh, also from Pure Fandom, went as Rickhausen. So went as oh, Dan yeah. Housen dressed as Rick from Rick and Morty. Uh, Rick Sanchez. It was pretty good. It was yeah. pretty decent, yeah. Um, and at one point, he he dropped his, uh, you know, the like time machine portal with gun. green goo portal gun thing. And I, I just caught him in this moment. And he wasn't playing character at all. But he was trying to like fix this thing that he dropped. <laughs> And he was just being pure Rick Sanchez at this point. He's like, oh, this fucking thing. Like, and like, I don't think anyone else saw it, but I was like, wow, okay, Steve, you're like fully channeling it right I now. I got him in slow-mo cursing me, like Dan Housen, the curse, because the face paint, his face paint was was uh, really Hold good. On. So, yeah. yeah. Uh, I'm trying to think of like other wrestling ones that I saw. Uh, obviously, uh, Big Tom... Big Tom's wife, she was dressed as China because he was Triple H. So that was a pretty easy cu- couple costume. Um, over the over the weekend, I saw a few, uh, well, way too many Barbies and Kens. That was mm-hmm. clearly the the costume of the of the year because, like, I could ha- probably like seen over a hundred, two hundred over the course of the weekend of different couples dressed as Barbie and Ken and vice versa. But I saw lots of people dressed as the bear, uh, the like the chef, yes, chef yeah, cousin. Yeah. That was pretty easy uh, costume to do shout out scrump i saw him uh, do that one as well he nailed it um and then another one i, I, I kept seeing was uh 
everything all at everywhere all at once the sausage the hot dog fingers okay oh i I saw a lot of people Um, at the yeah a few of those part a few parties i went to people were really into that if, if we're talking about like hybrid costumes next year people should do like laurie strode sausage fingers you know, like, <laughs> Jamie Lee Curtis. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Michael Myers with sausage fingers. Chasing Jamie Lee <laughs> sausage yeah. fingers. Exactly. That'd be yeah. I mean, if A24 does get hold of the Halloween franchise, which it looks like it is taking mm-hmm. that for a few years there, they could potentially do an everything all at once kind of crossover because they made that movie as well. Um, you know, you know who else we saw yesterday? Uh, finally, in person, we got to meet. The poison runner frog. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There was a there was a guy walking down the street dressed as a frog, and I went, oh, "Dave, we need a photo with the frog." So we did. We did get a, a a nice photo with the giant frog that was just walking down the street. That was pretty good. I'm trying to think of. Uh, oh, Jesse from the Six, our friend, came to our party dressed as the scariest costume I've seen possibly in the last ten years. Mm. Jesse from the Six came to our party dressed. As inflation. <laughs> it, it was such a Jesse from the Six costume. Wasn't it? <laughs> Basically around his neck was a picture and it was just a graph of inflation. <laughs> so well played. Well played. Uh, yeah. But yeah, I hope everyone out there had a uh, safe and happy Halloween and send in your photos <laughs> of some wrestling costumes specifically. We'd love to see it. But uh, yeah, we, we love Halloween very well. We, we've done this in the past. Last year, Darby and Sting. You before that, Arn and Cody. Uh, so what, what will we be next year? We got to start putting our, uh, thinking, start thinking. Yeah. I think we knew, uh, we knew for right for a while we wanted to do this, but it wasn't yeah. until when we were at all in and Moxley stuck those things in his head. And I'm like, I have to do that. <laughs> it became the extra detail, didn't it? Like, yeah. I, I was like, I, I Oh think, my God. <laughs> I think the, uh, detail matters with Halloween costumes. Like you can do, you can do basic stuff, but it's when you, so I got like majority of my costume pretty early and then it's yeah. like, okay, what are like the little extra things I can do to kind of make it like really work? And for you, no, like I the thought... skewers, it was just the the icing on the cake or the skewer in the head, you know? Like, I mean, you 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 looked just like uh, him when you were walking around, like with the glasses on, doing like the movements, and then like we were started doing the the Seth song chant in the <laughs> in the streets as well, and like. Like at certain points, I'm like, are you Seth Rollins or are you Russell Brand? Both uh, topical <laughs> Halloween costumes this year. Yeah, yep. yeah. I think you could rock. I think you could rock the long hair and the dark beard. You look very like so gothy. It's quite like spooky. if you went out is in that... Camden, you would you'd clean up. Well, what's spooky is that's like how my dad used to look. Uh, I'll, <laughs> Your I'll dad was in dad... a metal band. <laughs> my dad was a hippie, so yeah. he wore like the fucking blouses like I was wearing and had long like dark hair and a beard uh i'll get him to send the picture because after (laughs) i put everything on i was like because i I don't think i really look like my dad too much um i think i've got more of my my mom's features maybe but um but yeah like when i was like with the long hair and beard i was like oh i look like my dad in the in the 60s this is crazy that's hilarious i thought i thought you looked great we all we all did and we uh love halloween very very much so until next year. That's that's it. Now it's all Mariah Carey. Yeah. Oh God. Not yet. Not yet. <laughs> We've got a month. We got a month first. We don't need. Oh to no. Hear no. That song she, yet. I, I mean, every I've time you play that song before December, <laughs> Santa strangles an elf. So like, let's keep wow. it like, let's keep it good for for November. Let's have a peaceful November with no Mariah 
uh, fucking Mine's coming out of that chronic chamber. Just yeah, it's time. It's like Goldberg. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so we didn't do a Halloween Havoc review on Tuesday, but that doesn't mean we didn't put out a show yesterday because we did put out our annual Halloween tradition of reviewing a Halloween movie. And uh, this year we finally made it to Halloween six, the curse of Michael Myers, um, the, the finale of the Thorn trilogy, Dr. Loomis's final film. Um, this was a whole lot of fun and a really interesting review uh, as we, we end up kind of talking about two completely different films. <laughs> so uh, that is available for free on the Poison Rana feed. Uh, I, I always love doing these reviews. I think it's one of the most fun reviews of the year. Uh, and uh, I really encourage you to listen to this, even if you haven't seen the movie or either yeah. version of the movie. Uh, give it a listen because we had a lot of fun with this one. Absolutely. I think it was it was an all-timer for sure because it's like – we were briefly discussing off air, like, did we watch the same movie? Yeah, yeah, we have it. And then, like, halfway through the review, you're like, wait a second. What do you mean he pulls out a silence? <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean Michael switches masks? What are you, what are you talking about? Yeah. Uh, this made for a pretty funny review. And, uh, yeah, if you like our little movie wrestling book video club kind of thing, uh, join in on uh, Poison Rana. Search Poison Rana in your podcast app. We have so many free shows weekly on this feed every sunday we go live we chat about the world of wrestling we gave some preview and predictions for uh crown jewel this upcoming weekend next sunday this upcoming sunday we'll go live again and talk about our our thoughts on the crown jewel and maybe la night will be new undisputed champion or maybe not mm -hmm. uh and then we also thursdays we have shot in the dark with john Cena covering everything else in wrestling it's 15 minutes or less and it, again it's free so he covers everything filling you in maybe you're not a completist like he is but he watches everything he also did a what up doe with b detroit where they're talking about uh some spooky movies for halloween time uh the new york comic-con spider-man 2 on ps5 and of course Lots and lots of wrestling chat as well. I'm going to be recording a detox next week with Jordan on that show as well. So get the feedback threads of questions from you crazy people I'm expecting. Uh, but we do have a Patreon. And uh, a Patreon is is where we have lots and lots of shows and movie reviews and wrestling reviews, including Best Match Ever and uh, Was Next, which we're going to be recording another one today. And we're, we're on that road to, uh, to Arrival which is pretty cool. I can't wait yeah. to get to that review in probably a month or so, but uh, lots and lots of shows over on the Patreon and it's only five bucks to become a member and you get access to like 500 plus shows there. So please check us out. We put out our Halloween Havoc 1998 review uh, last week. That was a whole lot of fun. Uh, <laughs> I, I was listening to the grapple lads who, who kind of had the, the same idea of reviewing an old Halloween Havoc. And I was listening to them put the poll together and they almost fell into the same trap as us because they were like, Halloween Havoc 98. Let, let's look at the card here. Oh, okay. DDP Goldberg. Okay. Rick Steiner versus Scott Steiner. That sounds good. Okay. Uh, Hulk Hogan versus Warrior. Wow. This card is pretty stacked. And I'm like, lads, don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it to yourselves. Um, but it sounds like they did Halloween Havoc 2000, which might have even been worse than this one. Uh, How? Yeah. How could it have been worse than I know, Halloween Havoc 98? One of the worst pay-per-views we've reviewed, I, I think, uh, which, <laughs> which always makes uh, – there's something about shitty films and shitty pay-per-views which make way more fun yeah. reviews to have. Absolutely. Who doesn't want to hear us talk about Disco Inferno in two 
matches Who hatched on a pay-per-view. Yeah. Wow. Uh, Underrated the show that was getting over that young kid, Rick Steiner. <laughs> the whole aim of this pay-per-view. <laughs> and Wrath, Meng, yo, Rath classic. Meng, yep. Can't forget Crazy. about that. Crazy. Uh, so yeah, we reviewed that classic Halloween Havoc just last week. We also looked at Antichrist, which is a super fucked up movie, as an up yours pick from Dicky Bird. Uh, we will be getting to some of our next up yours picks this October. I know there's some big ones in there that will uh, be dropping some some uh, November schedule very very soon for you patrons. So uh, give us a shot if you haven't already, and check out all the different podcasts in our back catalog because there is hours and hours of content for your your drives, your late stoner sessions, however you listen to your podcast. And uh, it's only five bucks. So support your boys, the VDE. And one more thing, I did kind of mention it uh, a little bit ago, but before we get into the Halloween Havoc uh, review, uh, November 25th uh, at Gabby's 309 King Street West, we will be hosting a Survivor Series watch party. So yes, uh, absolutely. Go to poisonrana.ca. For your tickets, there's some early bird tickets available right now. So snap them up while they're available. Uh, we did this for WrestleMania in April and we had a great turnout. It was a whole lot of fun. Uh, we want to see as many of you there as possible. So if you are in the Toronto area, uh, go to poisonrunner.ca, hit that link to our event break and get yourself a ticket. Absolutely. Yeah. Toronto wrestling fans uh, or GTA people come check out our Survivor Series party. It's possible. Someone will be walking out the sole survivor and possibly WWE champion. But that's all I can say right now. But listen, mm-hmm. come hang out and watch wrestling with us here in the city of Toronto at Gabby's Davies Bar. It's going to be a whole lot of fun. And uh, wrestling themed drinks. Are you going to be working on the menu soon? Uh, yeah. I, I mean, I, I think we might be recycling some drinks. That's here, okay. They're, they're already the in the Pepsi system, Plunge. So why not? The You're going to keep plunge. the Pepsi Plunge. Oh, of course, the Pepsi Plunge, and and it might. Who knows? The Pepsi Plunge might be appearing at Survivor Series. Exactly. Uh, so who who knows? But yes, uh, we'll have our our very special wrestling themed drinks. Uh, they were very popular last time. Uh, best wings in town, best buffalo wrap in town at Gabby's. <laughs> Grab yourself some good pub food uh, and just hang out, watch some wrestling, win some prizes. Absolutely. So we would love to see some uh, some of y'all faces in the Toronto area, and uh, yeah, yeah, I'm just I'm just beat up from this. That's probably the next time I'm going out, which is a complete lie. But <laughs> I, I I'm I am going to take it easy for a moment. My, yeah. my body is is telling me to sober just, November. Hey, chill. Stop spending money. You don't have any. <laughs> Stop abusing your body. It's getting yeah. rough. Uh, yeah. You know, stay in. Watch some films. Uh, watch some more wrestling. <laughs> And, well, that's exactly what we did this morning, wasn't it? Yes, it was. Yes, my Halloween hangover was Halloween Havoc because I just caught up. We both caught up, and we're going to chat all about Halloween Havoc Night 2 right now, aren't we? We are indeed Halloween Havoc 2023 Night 2 live from the CWC on the 31st of October. And we open with a tables, ladders, and scares match the creed brothers uh fresh on their their big raw debut beating um, uh alpha academy which uh definitely turned some some heads i think a lot of people seeing the creed brothers for the first time on raw this monday uh and were very impressive uh we've been singing these guys praises for a long time and i think they had such a great kind of 
debut or audition tryout on Raw. So uh, I I can see these guys moving up very very soon. Yeah, absolutely. Isn't it isn't it weird? Like we do this NXT show for quite a while now, and it's like when when you know you know a song, you like this mm. song, and you you want to show it to some of your friends, and some of your friends listen to it, and some of them say they'll listen to it later, and they never do. But then the song like blows up. And then everyone's like, holy shit, have you heard this song? That's like it. That's like us with the creeds because exactly. every exactly. week on this show, we're like, when are they getting their call up? When are they going to be a featured, like prominent characters, stars on TV? And hopefully this is the kind of like opening door there that maybe they just get called up yeah. from, from this or, or some like program. We, we've seen it with Dragon Lee, with. haven't we? The kind of the one-off yeah. tryout sort of match. And then it's like, nope, you're just main roster now. Uh, I, I think they'll be moving up uh, imminently now. Um, yeah, they they, they, at, they killed it. They, they looked awesome with that huge Brutus bomb on, on Otis there. Like, that was incredible. Oh, yeah. And now everyone was talking about them. Like, they did basically the best of spots from their stuff. Like, Julius Creed is a future. I, lo- I love both of them. Brutus is amazing. Shout out to Brutus bomb. But Julius, like, oh, my God, he could be WWE champion. Yeah, like, perfect team to go up against as well. I think I think we even said, like, a week or so ago, like, ah, them against Alpha Academy will be uh, super fun. Similar, like, you know, all of them with the amateur background. Uh, yeah. Some impressive feats of strength from, like, you know, Gable is, is known to do that as well for a, a smaller guy. Uh, yeah. So I thought perfect opponents to kind of debut them and definitely turn some heads. Yeah, um, I wonder, wait, I, I wonder, like, with, you know, Otis and Gable, like, how long Alpha Academy will stay as, as a team? Because I've been saying for a while now that I, I wished that they could bring up uh, the Creeds with Braun Breaker as, like, a three-man, like, powerhouse trip of, like, wrestlers. But Gable could also, like, Alpha Academy or just Gable could slide in there and be, like, the the unit as well. Since the Creeds lost... uh Roddy all those times, yeah. all those years ago. So, you know, um, I would like to maybe add like a, a, a third to them as well, because WWE seems to be liking like teams and factions again. So that is something down the line that they could just like join up with Gable or. or yeah, Otis. I mean, especially I think that uh, the IC title chase hasn't ended for, for Gable yet. He brings it up every single week. So if, if yeah. you did want to move Gable more into to a singles role and have the Creed's doing you know, the tags or six mans with Otis as well, I think, I think could absolutely work as a, as a whole unit. Yeah, absolutely. But I'm, I'm so glad that they got their, they got some shine on, on main roster and so many eyes have now opened up to the, the creeds, the Caspers. The diamond alphas, would you call them? The diamond alphas. Okay. I mean, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I would just, if they're just going as a tag team, just the creeds, like you, you there, that's not their real name. So like use that as the, the Creed brothers, you know, that's not a bad I think thing. you're going to keep uh, Ivy with them, though. She was she was with them on Raw as well. I can see her yeah. uh, being called up as well. Cause oh, yeah, I huge don't, smile I don't on her really face. ever see her being near the NXT title, NXT women's title. So I, I would think just move her up with them, keep them as a unit. Yeah. yeah, for sure. Well, the Creeds are taking on who we call just the Gazas, uh, Angel Gaza and Humberto Carrillo in the tables, ladders and scares match. Uh, Creed's wearing pink, uh, and the Gaza's coming out dressed as clowns. Um, the, was it, the wigs were a choice, I thought. The, the orange wigs. Was it? Yeah, I mean, I like their, uh, their, like, jackets. It was, like, leather jackets with, like, scallops, you know, 
crossbones mm. on it. Like I'm wearing a skull shirt right now, but like, yeah, very Halloweeny, but I wasn't sure what they were. Was it, were they trying to do like the, the day of the dead, like mask or something? I, I couldn't, they got, no, no, they just, were on, they got the attacked, face, right? They're like the masks and everything were pretty cool, but I just thought the orange wigs made them look quite funny, yeah. uh, especially yeah. as kind of heels coming into this. Uh, but yeah, this uh, just like, they were attacked right away. There's this DVD, the, the crowd, the match has just begun and they already want tables. They're calling for tables <laughs> immediately. So Julius obliges and hits a Death Valley driver to Angel Gaza through a table on top of Umberto. Look pretty yeah. cool. And the crowd lost their mind. Like the Angel match was then- only in. Yeah, like yeah, it this is like thirty started. seconds into it, <laughs> and it was more of like a like an attitude adjustment because he like threw True, him yeah. onto the other guy. It was very impressive. Yeah, crazy. Angel uses a chair against Julius. There's then a spin kick from Umberto to uh, take the advantage, and then Julius traps the Gazas under a ladder, and Brutus picks up a second ladder and just slams it on top of them, and then uh, Julius is on the second rope when the Gazas kind of military press him off the second rope uh through a ladder which it looked like julius landed on the top of his shoulders looked pretty nasty here oh yeah he, he had a, a like red lines all over his mm. back i think it was from this spot there's then a, a gory special blockbuster combo from the gazas to julius off the apron through the tables on the floor <laughs> which looked pretty awesome Oh my god! Uh, like insane. Okay, this is a sick. We've seen this double team before from these guys, but someone else, I think, in in AEW does this as a finish. But I love Gory Bomb as a move. But with the guy like doing the cutter over top, was this not someone else's move? Like, oh man, I can't remember. Was it not um, uh, the Dark Order? Maybe I think or something like that. Oh, but this okay, move is, yeah, maybe this move yeah. is sick. They did it then off the apron through a table. Like, yeah, Looked again, awesome. this match has only been on for like like a few minutes, and it's just chaos. So I was really getting into it. Uh, yeah, uh, really cool. Uh, we then come back from commercial break, and they're just dueling with the chairs, kind of like a lightsaber battle in the middle of the ring with these steel chairs. Uh, when Carrillo comes in with a disaster kick to the chair to Julius. And then Brutus is sat on a chair and Angel hits his beautiful missile drop kick kind of through the chair on Brutus. And Umberto then picks up Julius and power bombs him, just dumping him on a ladder again. Poor Julius probably taking the roughest bumps in this match. And then Brutus gets a ladder and does the the kind of Terry Funk, Bubba Ray Dudley spot yes. where he just starts Helicopter. helicoptering around with the ladder, knocking everyone down. Um, the Gazas come back and trap Brutus with a ladder in the stairs, but Julius takes them both out with a conhilo, and then two more tables are brought out. Uh, Gaza goes crashing through one of them on the floor, and then uh, Julius just deadlifts uh, Carrillo up on his shoulders. How he gets from like his knees up to his feet with someone on his shoulders is so impressive, Crazy. and uh. Brutus comes on the, off the top with the doomsday Brutus bomb crashing Carrillo through both tables and the Creeds pick up the win in a, a really fun opener that the, the this crowd were just eating up. Oh, yeah, absolutely. This gimmick is has become the Halloween Havoc NXT staple for sure, where it's just a bunch of tables. That's what people chant at every friggin' wrestling event. Anyway, mm. so just just do what the people just give them what the people want and do table spots throughout the whole thing but yeah th- like i love 
the team of Garza and uh, Humberto here. And like, they're also a team. I'm like, oh, I'm, I'm happy you're in NXT because I'm seeing you wrestle and have some fun matches. But you guys are so polished that you could be doing this kind of crazy stuff on the main roster that would be blowing people's minds as well. But this, this match was so fun and so perfect to start the show here. Uh, like I said, I'm watching this a day or move from last night and I'm like waking up. I'm like, all right, I'm a little hungover, make my coffee. And this was what started. And I was like, well, this was great. So it put me in a great mood for the, the rest of the show. But yeah, Creed brothers are incredible. And uh, that Brutus ball doomsday device is definitely something people are going to be doing in pools uh, after they see this move a few too many times, but yeah, love it. Yeah, I, I thought it was a really fun match. Some quite creative spots with the tables. Like, obviously, we, we see table spots all the time, but I like a Brutus bomb through a table, pretty impressive. Yeah. Uh, like, impressive feats of strength from both teams, actually. Uh, not just uh, Julius here, but I thought uh, the Gazas really impressed as well. So, really fun opening here. Mm-hmm. We go backstage to Shotzi and, and Scarlet. Shotzi dressed as Pennywise. And I wasn't quite sure who Scarlet was here. She's, She's just a witch. She's dead, a witch. Dead, dead witch. Dead witch. Yeah. And uh, they were obviously the hosts last week. And they're playing with a Ouija board. And they're talking to ghosts and demons and asking if any are out there. When we see another hand land on the Ouija board and moves it to yes. And it's the witches. It's <laughs> Isla Dawn and The Alba actual Fire. witches. Yes. And uh, they basically say that they're going to take over the reins as as hosts for the evening. So relieve wow. Shotzi and Scarlet of their duties and the witches are going to be hosting night two. They says, let's fill it with chaos, mischief and havoc on All Hallows Eve and we're going to have some fun. Yeah, the witches are back in NXT. Uh, I couldn't necessarily understand what they were saying here, but I I liked that they kind of told the other two spooky ladies like, "Hey, we got this. Don't worry. Yeah. We're we're back." I, I like these two actually, and um, I think they kind of dropped the ball with them having them drop the titles to Ronda and Shayna. Right? Was it? Mm-hmm. So it's like since yeah. then, it's kind of like, well, you had these two new characters for October. They would have been a hot like a hot character I, and they kind of yeah. i feel they're building them up though for for so, uh, yeah. for piper and chelsea and i, I kind of like how because these women's tag titles have been so unlucky with you know it having to be vacated injuries sicknesses all that kind of thing and yeah. i kind of like how the witches have just taken claim of it like yeah we put the curse as soon as we lost those titles we curse <laughs> those titles uh which i think is pretty fun yeah um we see Mackenzie Mitchell dressed as a cobweb and she interrupts <laughs> Tiffany Stratton, who is uh, Tiffany just doesn't like Mackenzie. And Mackenzie just says, you have to admit that Fallon Henley's costume was pretty good last week. She did Tiffany Stratton pretty well. And Tiffany says she hasn't got time for this and storms off. And Mackenzie cues up the next match, which is Tiffany Stratton versus Tiffany Stratton. Whoops. <laughs> I mean, Fallon Henley. <laughs> yeah, that that definitely was funny. I mean, Fallon did a great Tiffany really impression good. last yeah. year. The costume was pretty good, so I was I was expecting her to come dressed out as Tiffany again, which maybe she should have to gain gain that extra edge considering what happens. But yeah, we then get a video from uh, Joe Gacy uh, sporting a new like septum ring here, 
And uh, I don't know if it's necessarily new, but new to like TV because I'm pretty okay. sure like on his social media, he's definitely posted that he's, he's got gotcha. this, but he, he maybe it's like a he's, bigger ring than usual or something. It's yeah. Yeah. What, like a bull. Uh, definitely um, like dr- totally shredded away, tore away the, the schism stuff. He's yeah. not dressing like how he dressed like that. He's dressing kind of how he dressed before all this, kind of before he even came into WWE, kind of dressed like John Moxley a little bit, just like the yeah. you know, like the the kind of dark vest. clothing vest and stuff. So uh definitely cutting a promo, kind of going back to his old roots. And I know that could mean a lot of groaning for some fans, but I would say maybe if this guy's it going on his own and not doing any of that other stuff. It's possible this is the kind of character that could definitely get him over because he's a great wrestler. And I I, I, I know we've definitely shat on him a bunch through the what last year and the year before that with the Braun feud especially. But I do still like want to see this guy try to go somewhere because I know even if it does, he does not make it here in WWE NXT, like I'm pretty sure this guy would be killing it on the, the indies as well as he was before. But I... I I'm kind of like let's let's not just crap on it all before it's too late. Even though he's let us down with some yeah. bad stuff here. So he says uh, he's not with Alba Fire. Uh, sorry, with Ava anymore. It seems like she's left him now. Uh, oh. And Joe says I've made mistakes. I've done unforgivable things. I've seen people suffer, and I like it. And I have to go through my own pain and suffering to get where I am today. I'm only human. I've made mistakes like everyone else. But still, friends, peers, and strangers stab me with their judgmental stares. Am I the problem? I'm not asking for forgiveness. I know there's an evil growing in me, bonded to my past, and now there are no strings on me. So maybe you're the kind that believes in fairy tales, but maybe you're not. Um, So yeah, like he's going solo now. I kind of just want to see him do less talking now. Like he's cut this promo. He says like, all right, I've shed those strings. You know, the dyad lads and Ava, I'm out on my own. I just want to see him do despicable stuff. And I don't mean employing people to dress as druids. I mean, you know, just like do some nasty shit, beat up people yeah, and, and just people up. have a bit more of an aggressive side because he can definitely bring that to his to his wrestling. But I need less kind of cryptic promos, uh, which just don't do it for me. Yeah, no, fair fair enough. Like he 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 could bring out more of like his, you know, what, like a death match style. Obviously it's WWE, but like bring a bit more aggressive style to your character and it could probably go a long way, but we shall see. Uh, we get a shot of Ilya skipping, uh, like with a, with a jump rope, uh, getting ready for his match. He looked pretty impressive here with the rope. Uh, he knows how then... to skip, right? Can you, oh, can, yeah. you, can you jump rope like this? I, I can do a bit. We used to, we used to do it as drama school. Like it's a great like warm up exercise like you if you can do it properly it's like a real proper workout um right so yeah i, I'm okay I don't think i could do it like like this like this guy was not not quite as good as as the russian but yeah <laughs> uh and then we get fallon henley versus tiffany stratton as fallon's making her entrance tiffany attacks her and starts attacking the leg and wraps it round the ring post and uh stratton is sorry uh fallon is kind of stretched out here. And we, we do get yeah. a little bit of an update later that um, her leg's not looking good. So oh, Tiffany no. taking Fallon out. Yeah, Tiffany with the classic Bret Hart figure four around the ring post here, mm. injuring 
Fallon. I kind of like this. It'll add some story down to like the, when they eventually do get the match because Tiffany did seem pretty angry that this this Fallon dressed up like her. So I, I kind of like it. And these are two of the better women in the division. So I think having uh, a story now, Tiffany's out of that title picture. Um, I think this could be a, a good little feud once Fallon comes back. Yeah, absolutely. We go to Metaphor, who are dressed as the the Scooby gang here. Yeah, minus North Fred. Favorites. Minus Fred. My, yeah, yeah, no Fred here. Usually what people do is they dress all as the Scooby, the Mystery Incorporated, and then you have like a plushy Scooby or your dog is Scooby. In right. this case, Noam Dar is Scooby-Doo in a onesie, yeah. and they just don't have a Fred, which is fine. Uh, yeah. Fred, probably the most like expendable character in the Scooby-Doo world. Yeah, yeah I said yeah. it. Sorry, but it's true. They should have had uh, the cup. They should have been calling the cup Fred. Yeah. <laughs> Put a, blonde, put a blonde wig on it at the end or something yeah, like that. You know? Yeah, So, <laughs> I mean, yeah. The story here is Akira Tozawa stole the Heritage Cup and has hidden it in a spooky house. Uh, we, we seem to get these terrible haunted house skits every Halloween Havoc. It's tradition at this point. Well, do they have a deal with this place in Orlando? I don't know. <laughs> they just keep so, doing these things every Halloween Havoc. We start with them arriving at the haunted house. They're kind of going through the gate. There's pumpkins all set up and ghouls. Uh, Oro Mensa saying he can't stand Halloween. Um, yeah, they're dressed is, up. Yeah, she she's like, okay, you can't stand it, but you're dressed up as uh, as Shaggy here. Uh, and then Tazawa's voice just kind of fills uh, this 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 house they're in. And Noam asks if Jakara speaks Japanese. And she's like, no, but I know it can't be good. And Noam screams as they're entering the house. And Mensa says, look, let's not fall for any of those traps we see in the movies. Let's stay together. If we stay together, we'll stay strong. And then some people in costumes come up behind them and they scream and inevitably split up. As we get the blood splattered text across the screen saying, to be continued. Yes, we're going to have way, way more of this throughout the night. Oh, yeah. There's what, like two more of these? So yeah, unfortunately. Get, get ready. Okay, well, let's look at the, the pluses here. Um, Lash Legend dressed as Velma. Mm-hmm. So that was a plus. Uh, I also enjoyed how Noam Dar and Oro Mensa, who are Shaggy and Scooby, are carrying around sandwiches. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so this joke goes a little little deep into Scooby-Doo lore because people always assume that when Shaggy and Scooby are always talking about Scooby snacks and sandwiches, they're referring to uh, joints. But then mm-hmm. How I Met Your Mother took that joke and every time that, that they would talk about joints, they would call them sandwiches and oh, I'm, I'm eating another sandwich. So uh, the sandwich does come into play later on, which I also enjoy. But yeah, uh, I haven't been a fan of these ones in the past, especially I, I think even last year's w- was, was bad. But the, the these these haunted house things, it feels like it's very WWE humor where it's like, did you not just you you thought it, this was funny, but it just definitely wasn't in certain in certain uh, aspects. Uh, no, the, the people in the metaphor are really funny and we know that. But yeah, this didn't hit for me. I feel much. two ways about it because we just did a Halloween 98 review, Halloween Havoc 98 review. And one of my criticisms was. Where is the Halloween campiness? No one was dressed in costumes. Like we've had right. the previous ones where, you know, Tony Schiavone dressed as Dracula and stuff like that. And it's, it's, that was kind of campy and not great, but like you yeah. kind of want it to be part of Halloween Havoc. So 
I'm pleased they do do that. I'm pleased they have the costumes and things. I just wish, I just wish they were funnier. Like I, I never find these funny at all. Um, just, I don't know. So, uh, but I appreciate them trying to make Halloween Havoc a little different, I guess. But it's, Yeah, I guess. Yeah. We go to our North American Championship match. Dirty Dominic Mysterio, the champion, coming out with Rhea Ripley, taking on Nathan Fraser. Uh, Dom coming dressed up as a jailbird here uh, in his, like, classic <laughs> black and white stripe, uh, like, burglar yeah. uniform here. This was pretty funny. I got to give him that for sure. I definitely laughed at this one. Like, oh, this guy's still going off on the, the whole jail thing. Jailbird Dom. <laughs> Free as a bird. So Fraser gets the better of Dom, uh, sends him to the outside and kind of sits down in the middle of the ring and goading Dom to come back in. Uh, we have uh, Fraser just running the ropes and com- keeps on changing direction to kind of confuse Dom. He's so quick when he does this. Uh, we come back from the commercial break and Dom is hitting the three amigos, but Fraser counters the last one with a uh, with a brain buster here. Uh, Dom then slaps Fraser across the face. So Fraser takes him down and gets a bit more aggressive here. He hits the the moonsault into the reverse DDT, but kind of landed it quite nastily. Like yeah. Dom landing like on the side of his neck here looked, uh, looked like it could have been uh, pretty dangerous here, but seemed to be okay because they continued the match. Mm-hmm. Rhea then gets involved, and as her and Dom are regrouping on the outside, Fraser hits Dom with the Tope Suicida. Um, Fraser goes up top for the Phoenix Splash, but rolls through, and then Dom just dumps him on top of the ropes. And then Fraser comes back with the superplex into the kind of twisting neckbreaker cutter-like yeah. maneuver for a two-count. And then uh, Fraser goes to the top, but Dom dumps him to the outside, rolls him in, and hits a big frog splash for the win. I do like Dominic Mysterio's uh, frog splash, actually. I think it, it looks like it hurts. Um, Learned it from his poppy. Yeah. So good. Dominic Mysterio retaining the tamp title here. Yeah, I think we kind of figured that he would. And look, Nathan Frazier is an incredible wrestler. He's so fast in the ring. Mm. Definitely one of the fastest dudes. Like, Running those ropes, he's he's you blink and he's he's moved and done a million different things. He's very impressive, but um, I'm I didn't I'm not necessarily buying or his like whole uh, John Oliver gimmick type thing. And when he does eventually find like his 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 character a bit more, I think he'll definitely become a a, a kind of a key player here because the wrestling definitely speaks for himself. He's so explosive and entertaining that he'll that style will catch on to anyone who's a new new viewer of him instantly is like whoa who is this guy but just not yet i still think he's got some a little bit of time to go but he also really let me down here davy because dom came out dressed in a halloween costume and he's a heel and here comes the baby face who's like nah i don't like halloween so he didn't even attempt to dress up as nathan frazier no one likes no one likes the person who thinks they're too cool to dress up for Halloween. Not a you know when you're person. at a Halloween party and someone shows up and they're just not in a costume at all and they're like, yeah. oh, I'm doing that. It's like, well, you look like the loser here, not everyone else. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I think Dom keeps on improving. I think working uh, working against a lot of these sort of uh, quicker people or luchadors has been really good for him. I, I think he definitely is improving in ring. I thought Fraser was actually a little bit off in this match. I thought there were a few things he hit that just didn't look as as clean as usual. And dumb. <laughs> maybe, I don't know. But uh, yeah, I, I just didn't think he was... 
I thought he was just like a step off uh, than normal, but yeah, not bad. I didn't really care for this match too much, but I, I'm 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 wondering where we go with Dom, and then we kind of figure that out right here. Yeah, well, we get the return of Wesley, who comes out and attacks Dominic and holds up the title. Obviously, uh, Wes held this uh, this North American Championship a while ago before it got into the hands of Dom. So, uh, Wes returning, kind of, um, yeah, like, I think we were thinking maybe he had something to do with the Trick Williams stuff. It doesn't yeah. seem to be going that way. Uh, but yeah, good to see Wes back after his his little hiatus. He decided, you know what, I, I'm bored at home. I don't want to quit. Yeah, just uh, I'll come back to work. Kind of, kind of anticlimactic for the yeah, whole so. Wes thing. As much as like I like, I love Wes. I'm happy that he is back and not like they didn't just get rid of this storyline or anything. But um, I assume he's the one to take this back from Dom. I mean, he had that legendary run. Just have him beat Dom at Deadline. And then do another crazy run with open challenges and go back to like, don't do what you did and take it away from him again until if yeah. a, a viable competitor that that's not dumb. But uh, in a way, it does make sense, right? He he should he still is really just pissed at Dom for ruining yeah. his, his party with the NA title run. So let's just go back to that run. I think that would be pretty good. And that's clear. That's clearly the deadline match. I would think so. Yeah. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Uh, we see Chase U backstage and JC Jane is congratulating Andre Chase uh, on his tag title victory, but tells him you should be thanking me. And, you know, I scratch your back and you scratch mine. And Andre says, no, look, we won it fair and square. You tried to cheat for us, but I'm not doing that. And encourages them to play it uh, right down the middle tonight. Uh, we see Thea, who's dressed uh, more in her classic look, the kind of red and white gear here uh and duke comes in with the title and says these tag titles are amazing i haven't had to pay for a meal all week <laughs> and encourages thea and jc to win their match tonight so they will no longer be known as chase you but they'll be champ university uh this is when tony d'angelo and stack show up mm -hmm. and tell duke and andre that they owe us one and Duke says, yeah, no, that's fair and square. You'll get your championship rematch. And Stax goes, yeah, that too. So um, <laughs> looks like Tony and Stax might try and murder these guys, I guess. Yeah, I mean, we kind of said that last week. That's Chase U is we're all really happy for them. And they finally got the titles that they've been chasing for quite a while. But you just screwed over the mafia. Mm. <laughs> Kayfabe-wise, these guys are the mob. And you just screwed them over so like yeah chase you could possibly possibly be sleeping with the fishes if they don't watch themselves do you see a heel turn from the family yes. here i think so. i think so yeah i think i think so they're they're all happy and everything we got tony out of jail we won the gold but now we were screwed out of it and i think that kind of sets them off to go a little bit dark i think it could allow yeah like we've had them as the like comedy mafia heels and then 
you know, that got really over. So they just naturally turned baby face. I think now we need to see them as more like, as you said, darker, like more serious deals. Um, So, yeah. Uh, I guess they'll be kidnapping Thea Hale soon. Yeah, they'll just go back, go back to kidnapping people yeah. and, and, you know, everything will be okay. We see the witches, Isla Dawn and Alba Fire, um, dressed up as, what, a mallet girl and poison ivy is what I've got. No, this is uh, Harley Quinn. Oh, is it Harley Quinn? Okay. Harley, it's like a, the the animated series, right? I think you. version of Harley Quinn here. Shout out uh, Isla Dawn. But yeah, uh, Alba Fire dressed as Poison Ivy. She had the green all over and everything. Yeah. Great job. A lot of costume changes for these two. Like it must be busy. Everyone, um, like all these people. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, they're talking about the, the curse that they put on the women's tag titles. So it's cursed because there was what, like multiple different inj- injuries and stuff. Yeah. 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 So you have pretty like, funny how they tie that. Like Morgan and Raquel Rodriguez, they had, like Liv got injured. I think Raquel got injured at one point. Uh, Sonia Deville got injured. Wow. Uh, Piper Niven was sick. Like, yeah, it's, it's been all over the place. Ronda was champ. It's, it was really yeah. cursed. Now, that's what really yeah. set it off. <laughs> Send Ronda back to the Indies, you know? Um, wow. We going? Yeah. Let me go see Where Ronda when she comes to it. I don't know, but I'm, I'm assuming she gets announced for something. See her other at, ones. Uh, Demond Lucha, Ronda Rousey. We'll see her back in the UFC. Yeah. We out. go back to the metaphor who are at the haunted house. Uh, Jakara Jackson is kind of amping herself up, trying not to be scared. Uh, Oro's walking around with his, with his sandwich, sandwich. <laughs> getting scared too. And this is where Tazawa shows up in a hood, beats up Mensa. And tells his demons to to take him away. So so Mensa's dead. Um, Lash thinks she's found the trophy as she like pulls away a cloth, but it's just a a little fake trophy. And then she thinks she sees another one, pulls off the cloth, but it's a demon. So this demon a- attacks her and kills her. Yeah, and just the pumpkin. The pumpkin demon. Yeah, takes yeah. her away. Yeah. Wow. So more of that. Not much to say. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, just, this was pretty much us on yeah, Sunday night, though, at, yeah. at the haunting of Hexwood. <laughs> yeah, we went to uh, on Sunday night. We went to this thing called the haunting of Hexwood, which is just outside of Toronto. And it was the first time they've ever done it, where they turned this movie set of a small town they use for like all these shows, like Jack Reacher and et cetera, et cetera. Be- but I guess because of the strike, it's just been empty. So this company created like a haunted town with mazes and stuff, and it reminded me of of us walking through these mazes. Cause there was a pumpkin smashing thing. And then one of the mm. mazes had like pumpkin monsters and we're all like telling them like, Hey, we squashed you. And then they were chasing us and, and everything, but they similar, similar masks and makeup to yeah. some of these spooky people, but was it was a fun time. It was fun. Enjoyed it. Check yeah. out our pictures on Instagram. Um, <laughs> yeah, we go to our next match, Mr. Stone taking on Bron breaker, Mr. Stone looking for retribution after Bron attempted to murder Von Wagner by crushing his head with steel steps. Um, And Stone going into this knowing that he's not really got a chance, but just wants to get that one shot in on Bron. Uh, One slap. He does One punch. Bron just murders him. Uh, Big Beals throwing Stone all over the place. The straps come down and then he kills him with this big spear uh one two three i was disappointed stone didn't get like one shot or like one hope spot or something i think it was like one i don't even think he got one punch but it was like he like missed 
Braun like almost sidestepped for a second. So it was like there was, oh, is he going to do something? Oh, no, mm. he's not. <laughs> uh, after the match, uh, Braun drags Stone to the floor, sets him up to crush his head with oh the steel God. steps. When Von Wagner's music hits, <laughs> Von comes out, head bandage and all. They did and it. Starts, yeah. We said last week, we're like, this this guy better be running out with the head bandages still on, fresh from the rehab center. We needed him breaking out of the ambulance, though, didn't we? We needed the ambulance Michael showing Myers, up. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That would have been the, the icing on the cake there. But Man in black breaking him out of hospital, you know? I was going to say, it's very Michael Myers-esque of him. You got you got Vaughn uh, watching TV, and he's like, oh, I got to save Stone. So he makes, his, he makes his way, starts running, escapes from the 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 hospital here with the head bandages still on meanwhile hangman's still running back home to virginia to yeah <laughs> swear i love wrestlers got most expensive it uber show. ride ever <laughs> but yeah uh vaughn coming out here with the the bandages wrapped around his titanium head got a huge pop from mm. me i was like oh my god they actually did it and yeah he comes and saves stone so there's a big pull apart here as Von and Bron are separated. We've, we're still denied uh, Bron getting tabled at this point. So uh, yeah, well it, now Von, yeah Von was trying to do what he was about to do it to Bron yeah. when he gets stopped. So it's like all the security didn't stop Bron when they did it when he did it to Von. But <laughs> this is getting all confusing with Von and Bron. <laughs> but yeah, Von and Bron. I kind of like this. Yeah. Yeah, and, and the crowd reacted to Vaughn coming back as well. Like, I think they've built up this return pretty nicely. Yeah, yeah. We then get a, a video recapping uh, last week's match between Lyra Valkyria and Becky Lynch. It's kind of showing how how this has affected Ireland because this was the biggest match in the history of Ireland. Um, and just it's showing sort of Lyra being interviewed on daytime TV and... Uh, her having articles in like the Irish Sun and stuff like that, and Becky telling Lyra that she's proud of her and that the whole of Ireland is proud. I thought they did a pretty nice job here, kind of just showing yeah. how big this is, and you know Becky passing on the torch to Lyra. It was pretty cool, and the 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 voice was was good. He was very Irish. Uh, yes, uh, and then we get the graphic that Lyra Valkyria returns next week, uh, first time as champion. So imagine setting up her feud for deadline will be next week. Yeah. Uh, so they are, they do also announce that next week we'll, they'll start having some like contenders matches for the, the survivor, survivor, the iron survivor. Yeah. So we will clearly have two of those, meaning does the champ even wrestle on deadline? You would imagine there's some sort of title defense there as well. I would think so, yeah. Yeah. We then get a video from OTM, and this is uh, Scripps talking, Scripps slash Reggie. And he says, Don't call him thought, Reggie. <laughs> he says, You thought I was sipping wine all my life. You just thought I was traveling around, flipping around at a circus. Well, yeah, that's what I did to fit in. And then I met these boys, and they reminded me who I was. Yeah, I'm Reggie, but where I was from, I was Scripps. And I've been shot at and locked up. Did he say he saw his uncle die in his bedroom? I think. Pretty crazy. Yeah. He says, I'm from the streets and you're either somebody or nobody. And OTM are somebody. Damn. Uh, it, I really laughed out loud when he's like, you just thought I was sitting on my couch drinking wine. And I'm like, sorry, what are you talking about? And then it, I remembered, oh, yeah, 
before you were cartwheel Reggie, you were sommelier. Sommelier Reggie. Reggie. Uh, who who's, was he? Carmela's sommelier? Was oh that it God. or something? Yeah, yeah, I think so. Oh my God. Yeah. So yeah, I loved how he threw that in there because it's pretty funny. But he's like, what? You thought I was Cirque du Soleil? No, I just did it for you. I just did that for the white people. <laughs> I just told yeah. you I like wine and I like Cirque du Soleil, you know? <laughs> he's like, yeah. no, nah, man, I'm from the hood. That's not me. <laughs> I don't think he's a bad talker, actually. And I, I no, do think actually, the, yeah. these uh, Bronco and Lucian Price do look pretty intimidating. Um, they're, they're very, they still yeah, need a, a way scary. to go with the wrestling, but they, they are a scary-looking tag team. Um, no, scripts can talk, actually. Yeah, I, I talk, yeah. way prefer this version of anything we've seen before in that dorky costume mask that was, thing. He didn't, I still he didn't don't mention get that, that in his promo. Yeah. I still don't get that. What was that all about? Imagine he he like what he's saying here is like his 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 street name was Scripps in St. Louis, he says here. Yeah. So like that's that's definitely why he's been called that. But imagine like back in the day, you had like encounters with this guy named Scripps, whether you know there's there's some some dealings or some some violence or something, and then one day you're watching TV and you're like, "What the fuck is this guy named Scripps? That can't be. No, it can't be. That can't be him. Imagine someone from his past put yeah. two and two together. That Scripps was now this uh, what journal writing superhero poet on NXT, and now look at him. He's just himself and no like gimmicks or anything. So I'm 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 impressed by his talking. Definitely, they've. Like since Peacock took over WWE Network, we don't really get the the documentary so much anymore. But I would love to have seen a doc during the like 2.0 era of just pitching these characters to these wrestlers and just seeing their reaction. Because the first time like Sean or whoever shows this master to scripts here, just like Awful. it's got to be one of the worst outfits in wrestling ever easily I yeah i can't easily. think of much much worse than than that it was horrendous yeah it was really bad so he, he should feel bad but i'm happy that they've he's gotten out the mud he shed the skin yeah he's out the mud right. we go to our women's tag team championship match uh the champions chelsea green and piper niven taking on chase you thea hale and jc jane and Chase, you come out hot. They jump Piper and Chelsea during the entrance. And JC goes for a schoolboy early for a two count. Uh, Thea's on the apron and Chelsea goes for this big like roundhouse. And Thea does the splits to dodge it, which I thought looked pretty good. Mm -hmm. uh, Chelsea then goes for a baseball slide, but Thea dodges it and hits, uh, runs back into the ring and hits a low pace to a cedar, taking out uh, Chelsea. Thea then goes for another dive on the outside but Piper catches her. So JC comes off the apron with a somersault sent on to take them both down. Uh, after the break, Piper's in control, hitting a shoulder breaker to Thea. And uh, then Thea's trying to lock in her Kimura lock, but Piper's just way too strong, is powering out of it. But Thea counters that with a DDT. Uh, JC then makes the hot tag. She comes in with a super kick to Piper, a cannonball in the corner to Chelsea, and then uh, Chelsea goes for the what she call it the I'm prettier the yes I'm prettier here great great name improvement for it I'm prettier yeah uh, but JC counters it and hits a spine buster which uh, the pinfall is broken up by Piper uh, Thea then goes for a Rana but just gets caught by Piper who plants her with this face buster but JC comes flying in with a V trigger now both 
Chelsea and JC knock each other down with big boots. And uh, this is where Duke climbs up on the apron. He's trying to get the NXT crowd to rally behind Chase U. And as he's doing this and the ref's slightly distracted, JC goes to use the tag titles, but Andre Chase pulls it away and says, no, JC, you don't need it. Win it fair and square. But unfortunately, JC turns around and is hit by the I'm Prettier by Chelsea Green, and Chelsea picks up the win. I'm a little bummed we didn't get uh, an upset win with the Chase U kind of Mm. getting all the gold, the Chase U prophecy. But I I do kind of like what they're doing with Chelsea Green and Piper. So I I actually kind of didn't really expect title change here. Um, But for what it was, it had some fun stuff. Uh, Highlight was right when they go to commercial break, when Chase U was in control, JC Jane cropped crotch chops uh chelsea green and piper and then says yeah. suck it bitch as they go to air which definitely made me laugh um but yeah uh kind of the story though of andre being like no don't cheat when you cheated last week even though you didn't kind of know you did and mm. that's how you won so jc's definitely going to be pissed now with to chase you yeah oh absolutely uh, do you see andre eventually seeing the light and just just cheating to help these is that where we're gonna go where we just chase you yeah i I don't know know. that's kind of bad there are there are heroes here they're good they're good guys so maybe he sticks with it because he's definitely stuck with it before but yeah it's a sticky situation i'm kind of interested i think i think jc james really improved i i thought she looked really good in this match and and stood out to me and i as a tag team i think these two actually have way better chemistry than jc and Gigi did i think uh, yeah. Thea's come a long way. Thea's improved really quickly, and I kind of like. I kind of enjoyed seeing them working as a as a tag. Um, Chelsea needs to work on that. I'm prettier though, because <laughs> I watched. She had a pretty rough match on Monday on Raw, and just doesn't because it, it's more the like Juice Robinson version, like the pop fiction, yeah. isn't it? Where you where you it's jump safer. up with it. It's but, safer than Christian used to do that move so snug. And some people, I don't know how some guys just didn't get hurt eating that yeah whereas this just looks like the other person is just jumping on the floor yeah Uh, yeah. so needs either a different move or just improve this because like i i really like chelsea and i think the wrestling can be there and the character is 100 there but recently i've seen a lot of quite rough outings from her on the main roster and here yeah i agree after the match we see the witches on the perch who uh just magically make the wheel start spinning. So magically. I think setting up for, for a main roster uh, feud there with the champions. Yeah, give the witches the, the titles. I think they should have had the titles during October's so that WWE could you know capitalize on Halloween and spooky and witches and stuff. Like that was a definitely a missed opportunity there with merchandise and all that stuff. But people like wrestling, people, wrestling fans like spooky stuff. And I, I do think the witches, if given a, a chance, can get, a, get over. We see Lexis King sat on his throne. He's wearing what a, a t-shirt covered in skulls. Here, he's got the same. His... Yeah, he's, we've seen him wear this now in his uh, his photo shoot. He's going to be like his dad and just wear the same shirt every week. Yeah, he's got his ridiculous beard. Uh, what is with that thing, man? How it's, do you? It's very. I've odd. never seen that before. That is very video gamey. Facial I think hair. he used the same makeup I used on my beard to just darken this thing. Yeah. Very strange. That ain't that's a dyed beard right there. Just um, for King. Yeah. 
Mackenzie asked, just for King, I get it. Uh, Mackenzie uh, asked how he feels about his performance last week. And he says, look, I'm always pleased with my performances. And everyone has an opinion of me, but I'm used to it. It's part of being a star. And this is my light. And I'm going to start doing things my way. And as for the impact I've made, wait and see what I'm doing next. And then Mackenzie's like, cool. Anyway, back to you, Booker and Vic. And Lex is like, no, 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 wait. You can stay. And she's like, no, nah, I'm good. See ya. Yeah. Uh, the the anti-Riz king here, Lex's king. Uh, he's supposed to be a bad guy. He hates his dad. But he is not good with trying to hit on women, I guess, is what he's... You want some candy is what this man just asked the interviewer. That was his... That was his one line. The married uh, woman who has just gone yeah. to her husband at ringside. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so naturally what's next is next week he beats the shit out of Vic Joseph. <laughs> Why <laughs> just not? Because. Do it. Do it. Just um, because, yeah. I've really liked the the kind of promo videos they've done with Lexis King uh, building up to his debut last week. I thought he sounded good in them. Uh, this, like, unedited, I thought he sounded really weak. And they kind of... He already came across as a bit more of a, like, you know, delusional loser heel. More like a Javier, yeah. Javier Bernal than this intimidating heel. Yeah, I, yeah, this. yeah. He's already, yeah, yeah, you're right. He's already treading big body territory, Javi. Not so yeah. much like, you know, a, a more serious character. I definitely, I would like to see that. I would like to see him nail it. Again, I want to be in this guy's corner, but yeah. definitely... uh this this was just making me laugh. I'm like, uh, don't know about that. Yeah, I, I agree. And um, I mean, in, in, in AEW, he had kind of the same issues. Like his wrestling, okay, he could do a springboard clothesline. Um, but like his promos n- weren't necessarily anything too good. And again, I, with some time off, I was definitely hoping to see some improvements. And so far, not really. But that's what nxt is for and the pc is for so yeah hoping to see some improvements or meanwhile we'll just watch him be really bad at, at game he's got no yeah. game <laughs> that's his yeah. gimmick <laughs> <laughs> yeah you should just team up with with banana javi <laughs> at least at least uh javi i mean i don't think on screen javi and uh who's he with he's with someone from nxt as well they don't they're not on screen pairing but yeah javi's gimmick was pretty much that for a while so this yeah. could be lexus's uh, new character. Actually, I got to shout out Javi. You know, NXT always does the uh, costume Halloween battle royale at their live events, oh, which yeah. should be a, should be a TV thing. Like that, that would translate really well over to TV. But Javi yeah. was dressed as uh, Jigsaw over the the weekend, which was very good. But I'm I'm sure you could find uh, all the the pictures of all the other wrestlers dressed up. But I, I thought he looked pretty good. <laughs> all right. We go to our final of the NXT Women's Breakout Tournament. Kalani Jordan taking on Lola Vice. Uh, what were they both dressed as this week? I know Kalani was uh, Spider-Gwen last week. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Um, I mean, Lola just kind of dressed like her normal Lola. gear. I guess it was kind of some colors. I mean, last week Kalani was Spider-Gwen, but Lola's colors were kind of Spider-Gwen-y this, this week. But... Kalani here was dressed as what, like an Egyptian Cleopatra? Was she like type? Cleopatra or something? Yeah, and she blew some like magic dust or something on her entrance. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Lola Vice, Lola Bunny's just right there. Come on. Oh, um, 
I'm sure she's done it before. Has she? You know, she's only been this name for a while now. Yeah, true. Yeah. That that one was just so easy. It was right there for her. So they start the match by kind of trying to grapple, and Lola breaks out by just delivering this stiff kick to the leg. Um, Kalani hits this like interesting flip into a backslide, which I look pretty nice. And then similarly, like this kind of different sort of leg sweep from Jordan, uh, which looked pretty good. Yeah. Um, okay. Like Lola Vice is clearly the MMA background. Cause I mean, you can just see mm. she's le- legit a machine and could kill probably any of us. Cause she's a beast, but was very impressed with this, like almost judo takedown. The one you mentioned there, like yeah. she, she like leg sweeped and leg tripped. Uh, Lola here, which was very impressive from from Jordan. Like I know she's been doing a lot of like some flips and stuff, but Gymnastic this stuff. this was like a, a, a wrestling, a, a, you know, a takedown, which was was yeah. super clean. So very impressed. Kalani then hits like a six one nine through the ropes into an arm drag, which also looked really nice. I thought Kalani really impressed at the start of this match. Uh, Lola then comes back with some really quick kicks, like the the one where you go left, right, left, right, left, right, uh, yeah. like jumping followed by a running hip attack in the corner. Uh, Jordan then catches uh, the leg of uh, of Lola and does like a leg step over with a spin kick. Yeah. Somersault leg drop. Very, very RVD. I know she's been using yes. the split-legged moonsault, but this is another one, the windmill kick. Uh, mm. The windmill kick from RVD that he used to do all the time. Yeah, very nice. I think Kalani is from Michigan as well there. So little. Oh, really? Okay. I think so. Maybe being training with, with Rob. Inspired uh, by, yeah. Jordan goes for the overdrive, but it gets blocked. Uh, Lola goes for a roundhouse, but Kalani ducks it, but is then met with the kick in the midsection. Um Jordan is then sent into the ropes, but comes back with a handspring into like a flatliner here and then sets up, hits the overdrive, goes up top to go for the split legged moonsault. But Electra Lopez dressed as like a fallen angel here jumps (laughs) on the on the apron. Uh, Jordan kicks her off the apron, but the distraction is too long. So she misses the split legged moonsault and then allows uh, Lola Vice to follow up with the spin kick to the head, knocking her out and getting the pin, winning the NXT Women's Breakout Tournament. Yeah, uh, I think that was the right decision. I think we saw that coming, that it would be Lola Vice. Um, she's definitely been very impressive, but so is Jordan. Like, very, very impressive in this match with lots of those moves. I think I was wrong. I think Kalani, I swear they mentioned Michigan, but maybe because she just kept doing RVD's moves. Uh, right. I think she's actually from Florida. My mistake. Okay. But um, Kalani, like very impressive. We've been, we've been super into whatever she's been doing and keeps getting better and better. And definitely like a hot young prospect for WWE and NXT here because she could go definitely a, a long way. But Right now, the story is definitely Lola Vice because she's got like everything. Like I said, those kicks, the MMA stuff, the look uh, alone, and I, I could see big, big things for for Lola Vice here. Lola Vice is very nice, and I hope this means she gets a title opportunity. So we're, we we would go to the Lyra match possibly soon. Yeah, like I think it made sense Lola winning with Lyra being the champ. Um, yeah. But I I was really impressed with this match. I thought this was both of their best outings. Um, I think sometimes we see from, you know, the gymnastics we've seen with people like, uh, you know, like Casey Canzaro and people like that in the past where the gymnastics looks cool, but sometimes it looks very choreographed. Yeah. Whereas I, and I, I found that with Kalani before, but in this match, I, I think it all really 
really worked and actually looked like it flowed way better going into her offense. And yeah, I was really impressed here. I quite enjoyed this match and, and thought definitely these were the right two of this crop to make it to yeah. the final. Uh, and I yeah. can see them both going pretty far. I think so too. And considering like they've only been wrestling for like a year. Yeah. Like that's, that's pretty impressive. Uh, but, but again, lo- I, I like both of these, these women, but Lola Vice definitely has my attention because the whole, you know, background there of fighting mixed in with wrestling can, can go a long, long way. And again, uh, like the look alone, she has got Electra Lopez kind of on her side as her manager thing that could, that could work for for her as well, but um, not so much Electra in in ring though. But yeah, happy Lola one. Yeah, we see it's the the final part of the haunted house. Zoinks! Uh, Noam, Noam Dar now on his own, dressed as Scooby Doo, looking for Tazawa, uh, and then he's finally sees the Heritage Cup, and this kind of good like romantic music starts to swell. He's checking if it is the real one, and it is, and he's saying, "You don't know what I had to go through to get you back." I told you I'd come for you. This isn't going to happen ever again. Freedom. And this is where the demons come behind him. And Tazawa shows up in front of him. And Tazawa says, all I want is a Heritage Cup match. And Noam quite rightly goes, dude, you didn't even get a single point in the, <laughs> in the tournament you did. <laughs> and then the demons start to come closer. So he's like, okay, okay, all right. Okay, I'll give you a match. Next week, you get a match. Just... Just get them away from me. So he's like, okay, I've got the match. Now kill him. And the, the demons eat Noam Dar, I assume. They eat him. Yeah. <laughs> uh, pretty silly. Uh, but I did get a chuckle out of like, you didn't even get a point in that tournament, dude. Like yeah. there were so many other people that were deserving of a title shot than you. But okay, fine. So that match, I guess, is happening. I love how Tazawa has just become this like mascot for alpha academy yeah. with the shirt and this graphic he's always just looking funny with that um but the match could be pretty good this was all yeah. very silly i i enjoyed noam saying rut row uh i'm sure he's a scooby fan as well but uh yeah the haunted house stuff can get a little like over they've done it every year and it's the same actors dressed as the same like scary yeah. little kid and butler or whatever they got the demons or whatever hey demons it's your boy so like if we go to this haunted house again, like, yeah, use it or something, but why not film like your, your, your cold open or something in it? Or I I don't know. We we've done the, somebody's stolen my thing and I have to go get it thing like far too many times for this haunted house. Exactly. uh, Gimmick. But yeah, (laughs) we see mellow making his way backstage to gorilla in a justice. Hashtag justice for trick. Just very uh what uh what would what's the right word to describe this the very very odd choice of shirt for for mm. mellow don't you think makes him look a little guilty mm. we then see the witches they say all the spirits are joyous again Shotzi and scarlet have settled the balance in the other realm and uh Von Wagner then just walks in interrupting and <laughs> says that breaker's going to pay uh, he's talking to Mr. Stone here. We see Boa just chilling out behind him. Like Boa's in his like tracksuit and hoodie, but with the Boa makeup just walking yeah. behind. It was very yeah. odd. Uh, I thought this guy was released. Um, and Von says, I want Breaker next week. And Stone's saying, no, Von, you're not ready. And says, I don't care if I'm not ready. 
you stepped up for me, but now it's time to end this. Ah, as he clutches his head. Stone's like, are you all right? And he's like, yeah, my head. Yeah, I'm good. <laughs> just, just get the match made. It has been made. It, it is official. Ladies and gentlemen, oh, yeah. next week, Braun v. Vaughn 2 or 3 or whatever. But yeah, uh, Vaughn, even with his head bandages, is going to wrestle, which I don't think is a smart move. Yeah. And he should consult, consult, consult his doctor uh, before he, he does that. But yeah. Unfortunately, Damn. didn't have time for acting lessons while they're in rehab as well. Because, uh, yeah, not, not the best some, delivery. You don't love Vaughn yelling? I, I, it's like, it's bad good, isn't it? Like, he's, it's bad. he's Frankenstein now. Like, it's basically I like guess. last week he was like, friend, <laughs> you're my friend. And now yeah. he's like, I'm going to defend you, Stones, because you are my friend. So, yeah, I mean, I still just need to see him put Braun through the table. But at this yeah. point... It's probably Braun beating the shit out of him again because mm-hmm. he's hurt. So, like, what's he going to do to? True. To yeah. Yeah. It could be. Yeah. You might. This be is right just going to keep. This is just going to keep going for like Forever. a while. I think. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, and then we get yeah next week Tazawa versus Noam Dar. Lyra returns. Iron Survivor qualifying matches and Von versus Braun. And this takes us to our main event of Halloween Havoc. It's the NXT Championship, Ilya Dragunov versus Carmelo Hayes. Uh, given a little bit more time than usual on um, for like a TV main event here, uh, similar to last week. I'm glad they got time. Um, the bell yeah. rings and both just charge at each other right away. They're not wasting any seconds. There's big chops from both. And then Zaguri from Melo followed by Dragunov's like, patented leaping kick. A big German suplex from Dragunov. A pump kick from Mello, a German from Mello. Just they're throwing everything at each other right away. They then both slap each other at the same time and both super kick each other at the same time, falling down. Uh, Dragunov comes back with this beautiful German suplex. Uh, Mello goes for his like backwards springboard DDT, but comes up short, allowing Ilya to follow up with a running knee. And then this huge powerbomb just stacking uh, mellow here for a two count yeah uh, Ilya is now just delivering these knees to the ribs of mellow uh, goes to the constantine special but gets caught with uh mellow's like satellite takedown which he does so so smoothly oh and then like after it like it looked like he like was adjusting his nose like Ilya looked i i look, imagine he was selling but it looked like he was trying to recrack his nose into oh. position here yeah i hope he was okay there's then a slingshot DDT from Mello to Ilya Ooh. on the apron, just spiking him. And you, okay. you watch the replay here, and Ilya just landing on the, the crown of his head here. Looked great. How? How did they yeah. do? Yeah, the replay, like I screamed watching this. And then the replay, I think I screamed even more because his head clearly smacks off the apron. He's, off the apron. he's completely upside down. He's like that Shawn Michaels meme, like completely yeah. upside down. Here on the apron. This on was the most so difficult scary. part of the ring. Yeah. Difficult. Yeah. Shout out, yeah. Beth. We miss you, Beth. Um, this this was disgusting. It was yeah. horrifying. I loved it so much. I don't know how this guy got up afterwards. He seemed fine. Yeah. Uh Mello then rolls Ilya into the ring and delivers a huge frog splash for a two-count. They're now just trading blows. There's a big clothesline from Ilya, followed by a senton. And then his kind of 
Urinagi, but he just holds them so high and just yeah. drives them to the map. Uh, looked great. Uh, Mello comes back with a big clothesline, but Ilya kind of falls into him with the H-bomb and then chops Mello like in the back of the head, like back of the yeah. neck, head area. Back of the Crazy. head, the neck area. Vic is like, whoa, that looked like it really hurt. It, the smacking noise it made echoed through yeah. the, the PC here. He goes to the Constantine special, but as like Ilya's halfway through the ropes, Mello just boots him. And then, uh, and Vic says here, Dragunov hit Mello so far, he thought his name was Casanova. Uh, call back <laughs> to, to Mello's pre-NXT days. Ilya then hits a Death Valley driver on the apron and then clears the announce table. And you kind of hear the ref say like, this is an NXT championship match, kind of going, all right, I'm going to let yeah. it go. Like playoff rules here. And Booker was pissed. Vic's, Vic's uh, candy jar was yeah. left exposed there. I, I mean, Ilya's supposed to be the baby face, but takes the Vic's candy and just throws this candy jar away. Oh, man. Ilya delivers this huge chop to Mello, which sets him up on the table and then leaps off the barricade with the H-bomb, that flying, falling uh, forearm to the face putting him through the table. Oh. I don't think I've ever seen someone forearmed through a table before. This, this was, was crazy. Great. I love that. Yeah. They like they definitely called it the H-bomb before, but I've just been calling it the super falling form of death. So the H-bomb is definitely, because this was a super H-bomb off the barricade through the announce table, right in front of Booker, who's like, ah, gets out of the way there. This was yeah. incredible. Crazy. Uh, back in the ring, Mello comes back with a code breaker, but there's another H-bomb from Ilya, which Mello kicks out of. And then Dragunov goes up to the top rope for the super H-bomb, but gets caught with another code breaker. And yeah, then, he countered the one before that with like a deadlift on him, which was very impressive as well. Like Dragunov is just in insane shape here. Uh, but then it was like one too many counters where he finally mm. got caught. And then the other, and this guy loves to sell the code breaker, like the rock selling a stunner almost. Like yeah. he just flies backwards. Mello goes up top. He's setting for nothing but net when Trick Williams' music hits. What? And Trick comes out looking fucking furious. Whoop, and Trick. Mello's just staring in shock like he's seen a ghost. But this allows Ilya to come back, superplexes him off the top, and then hits Torpedo Moscow. And Ilya Dragunov retains the NXT Championship in a fantastic main event. Yeah, one hell of a match, man. Definitely one of the best NXT matches on TV this year, for sure. And these three the, these three series of match, like the three matches these two guys have had are just incredible. And this one, even though it was a TV match, was given so much time and it had the, the, the kind of sports entertainment, you know, distraction finish at the end, but it definitely makes sense and plays into this whole story and angle of what's been going on. But yeah, man, these mellow don't miss, but neither does Dragonov. This mad dragon is just that. He is mad. This match was awesome. I was like on the edge of my seat watching this with the back and forth. There was barely any downtime in it. Like even during the commercial break, the picture in picture, there was a spot where Dragonov like almost shoot kicks mellow in the face a few yeah. times. He's like, yeah, fuck you, fuck you. And then mellow just comes back at him, jumps on him and is punching him. Like it was just very intense. And they, they they've said it last week in the in the promos like 
the opponent has to adjust to Ilya. Like you got to get on his level or else you're just yeah. not, you're not standing a chance. Like you have to slap this guy. There's like not an Ilya match that happens without someone's lip or something getting a little busted open. Busted. And that's exactly what happened here. And yeah, this, this guy goes to war. These two went to war here. Absolutely loved this match. And I don't know if it beats the last two, but that's, that's honestly not knocking these, these two guys. Cause the, this trilogy was just outstanding. And then again, the, the whole trick Williams thing clearly. So after this match, he like, what he, he picks him up. He picks up mellow and just stares at him. But before we, like you're wondering is trick gonna like drill him or whatever yeah but before you really know what's happened uh we're like wait wait we've got to go backstage and baron corbin has attacked Ilya dragonoff and says i told you keep your head on a swivel uh as the graphic comes up and nxt goes off air yeah but yeah what an incredible main event definitely uh just killing it like nxt I, every week there's always a match that delivers and steals the show and this one like went above and beyond that like these yeah. two should be running wwe in a few years Ilya is just insane and i love his 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 like his look since he's become champion his his entrance his goat like jacket like this whole thing with the fur and yeah the yeah the jacket the robe and i don't know if he's what is he hitting the vape to do the the dragon smoke coming out of his nose now, even maybe that, like yeah, Ilya's getting a little litty with his red eyes as well. Like he's got like the whole package of like creating this aura of a character and adding to it. And I absolutely love this guy. I cannot wait for this guy to be slapping oh, around yeah, on the main yeah. roster. Like this guy's gonna be bullying veterans on the main roster yeah. to get on his level, which I cannot wait for. But I'm not necessarily thrilled about a Corbin. Ilya match, which I imagine is deadline, which I imagine like means he can have that match while everyone's in that uh, eliminator match or whatever. So it makes sense. But yeah, what what a what a match and what an episode uh, of NXT. Honestly, this was great. Yeah, I I thought the match was great. I I'd still probably put the the second one a notch above this, but yeah. I kind of like sometimes a time restriction is good for a match, like because I just love that they as soon as the bell went, they were just flying at each other and just strikes yeah. and everything. There was no like room to breathe in this match at all. Uh, for, and in a good way, it kind of separates all three of these matches were quite different and all delivered. But yeah, I thought this was great. I like how they, you assume next week, like has trick seen something like did trick get that video yeah. footage or something? Cause he's coming out with that look like he knows what happened. And whether you, uh, whether you continue the mystery, like you could always just put these two in the Iron Survivor match and, you know, have them still not really know if they're on the same page or not, or just do the reveal and have this as a big singles match for Deadline. But that's still got my interest. Um, but yeah, great, like really fun episode. For me, like the, the opening tag match was really fun. I actually really enjoyed the women's breakout tournament final but this this main event was excellent. So, you know, three good matches on a show, like I'm not complaining. The the goofy the goofy stuff, uh it's Halloween, whatever. You can get away with it. Not really my cup of tea, but the wrestling this week really delivered for me. Yeah, I mean, you started the show with that hot tables, ladders and scares match and then ended with that incredible main event that was given so much time and I love when they give uh serious big matches like this. They they treat it well. Like Vic Joseph kept calling it 
you know, Dragonov Mellow Three. So I mm. like they treated it with like a bit more respect than usual, and it it, it delivered it even over delivered if that. So uh, yeah, pretty fun episode of NXT, and I'm pretty hyped about uh, where this goes with Trick because it's clear like he knows it was him, and next yeah. week maybe he he talks his talk and lets us know what uh, exactly he saw or the the Shawn Michaels Triple H kind of roll the footage enhance yeah. and we'll see that it was mellow attacking him or something like that but can't wait so yeah great episode of nxt and man did that main event deliver so loved it uh, unfortunately being like the day after i did forget to put up uh ah, feedback okay. but we've got some uh comments in the youtube chat malik black saying Ilya isn't human him and the creeds are just built different uh yeah. magan says Ilya is in the top five in the world and he's not number five so what is he for um <laughs> I mean, and yeah, Ilya Ilya's, Ilya's on top of the game right definitely now. Definitely one sure. of the best in the world. And then uh, Super Chat from Jake, who says, Happy November. On the Sunday show, you guys talked about the uh, w, uh, sorry, Wrestling Observer Awards and the PWA 500. You think you can talk about the Wrestling Observer Hall of Fame? Uh, yes, Jake, that's certainly something we can talk about this Sunday on Poison Rana. Yes, we will go live again on our feed over on the Poison Rana YouTube page um, Sunday, 2 p.m. We'll chat about everything else going on, some Raw, some SmackDown, some AE dubs on the road to full gear with some Dynamite, some Collision, I'm sure. And then, of course, the uh, Crown Crown Royal show. Crown <laughs> Jewel. The Crown Royal show. I've been drinking too much this weekend. Uh, so we'll give thoughts on that as well over on, on Sunday on poison rana so tune in for that subscribe search us in your podcast app poison rana find us and listen to all the other shows that we do including our patreon yes it's only five bucks a month to sign up and you get access to like so many shows wrestling movie reviews everything in that catalog that we do we do lots and lots of podcasts and we love talking to you fine people out there so we hope you had a happy 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 halloween and uh we'll chat with you soon isn't that right davy Yes, we will chat to you very soon. All right. So enjoy your, yeah. Enjoy your uh, (laughs) Halloween hangovers. If it is uh, a thing, trick or treat motherfucker, go listen to our Halloween review. Hey, check out uh, the, the Terry Funk show I did with WH Park over on this very feed. If you haven't checked it out already, that was a fun chat. The ever so smart, the wise man, WH nerding out over and celebrating Terry Funk. So that was a fun podcast I did as well. So go check that out. And poisonrana.ca for everything else that we do and uh, shout out everyone who uh, made it this far into the show that's yeah. it that's all at poisonrana pod I myself Brain Harrington Twitter Instagram at the Bray D and you can find me at Davey Portman take care goodbye be safe and happy Halloween ahoy Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.